Welcome to the second episode of the Breach Pod. We uh, we kind of went on a an un, un, unintended hiatus there. Hey uh, everyone! Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> so we have a lot of hey, energy. Hey, hey. We have a lot of energy because it was an unintended hiatus. Mm-hmm. Basically, so first of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Jane. I'm Rodney. And, and um, um, this is the Breach Pod. Like <laughs> welcome we, to um, episode two. <laughs> Uh-huh. After a couple of months, and just to kind of give you, it. it's to, been more than a couple of months. Yes. <laughs> okay. We well, just to kind of explain briefly what happened there. Um, essentially, life happened, and yeah. please, like, we appreciate that you listened to the first episode, and we appreciate uh, you still listening now. But just kind of, we hope you understand that we this is a passion project of ours, and we, we are trying didn't to have the time. Yeah, we um we are trying to fit this around the tedium of our existence. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, go on. And um, well, also time zones, time differences. Um, Rodney yeah. is in the Philippines, and I'm in the UK. And just I'm, basically, I'm in the I've been everywhere. Anyway. Uh, yeah, exactly. See, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We've been on different time zones, and yeah. it's just a lot happened in the past few months, right. holidays and stuff. So. Uh-huh. We apologize. Um, we will try to to make the break between episodes two and three a lot shorter, and I yeah. think that would be made easier because there's a little yeah. tiny, huge, slightly huge thing happening in yep. April that you probably can all... guess would be the next topic of our pod. Yeah, that everyone's uh, definitely excited for. Yeah, um, yeah but, so. but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's let's talk about the now, the here and now. And what are we talking about today? We are talking about anime on Netflix. Netflix. Applause. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, not just that. We have another thing. So we're gonna oh, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And the other we're, thing uh, being? Captain Marvel. Yo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We recently yeah. released Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, we, that, was, that went out about like a week ago, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's still pretty fresh for some people. So yep. um, yeah, so let's get to it. There's been a, there's been an influx of like really good anime on Netflix, mm-hmm. but in the interest of keeping it uh, short, we're gonna give you like our three recommendations, and we're gonna we're gonna skip those the more obvious styles. We're gonna talk. We're not gonna talk in detail about the more obvious styles, but we're gonna mention them very yeah. briefly. But uh, for now, we're gonna give you our three top top three that are our personal top three. That are easy to binge watch because they're they're about uh, 12, 13 episodes long. Is that is that true for true for you as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, although mine has a second season already. Actually, mine's so. one of one of my recommendations already has a second season. Yeah, which is ongoing. Um, so okay, so with the why don't you kick things off? So my first recommendation is um well first of all just just to let everyone know obviously there's um the. Ne- you, I'm pretty sure y'all have noticed just that Netflix has kind of gotten into this, like, I don't think in the last couple of years, right? That they they kind of invested a lot in anime and or in anime shows and movies. So there's a lot going on there. But um, one that's one of the originals that they did, I think, is this first recommendation called The Dragon Prince. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've seen this. You've likely seen it on social media, I think so, because... A lot of it, it's basically, um, it's basically being compared to Avatar: The Last Airbender, which was this huge kind of show on Nickelodeon like ten years ago or something like that. Yeah, and then the um, Fire Nation attack. 
yes and then the fire nation attacked <laughs> so yeah so i'm gonna start off with just like what it's about um so the yeah. dragon prince currently has two seasons i have just disclaimer i have not seen the second season it's it's it, the second season kind of came out i think just this past month like fairly recently but um i've only seen the first season and it's really good it's essentially about this it's essentially like a fantasy world where there are mm. elves and humans and they interact with one another and the basic plot point is that there is a dragon's egg which was thought to be to be the last mm-hmm. one um that that the elves believed to be to have been um stolen or believed to be essentially how do you say an egg is dead? <laughs> I don't I have know. No like, is idea. an egg dead? I, don't know. I, I have don't a, know. <laughs> the first thing that the first thing that came to mind was like, is Khaleesi in this one? Is that the different show altogether? Flying over my head. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay, I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones either. I just wanted to throw that in. Anyway, okay, yeah, go so on, go on. I actually have not. I actually have not seen Dragon the Dragon Prince. Actually, I think for for our, all three of our, our recommendations, we haven't seen. I don't have seen what yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, exactly. go on, go on. So yeah, so yeah, basically, um, the elves thought that the egg was dead for the purposes of this conversation. Um, and then apparently it's not, and apparently the humans simply stole it, and so they're trying to get it back. And the main protagonists are these three kids, which includes well, two kids, which includes the the heir to the to the human throne, and mm-hmm. then his brother, his older brother, and then um his older adopted brother, I think that was, if I remember correctly, and then mm-hmm. an elf who they befriend, whom they befriend. So yeah, it follows their journey. And why you should watch this, I would say, is precisely because it's has a lot of Avatar vibes. Like, that's the reason why I tried it in the first place. I just I kind of miss the Avatar and, like, the last Airbender. Korra was kind of great, but yeah, more of just the Aang, the original one with Aang. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a lot of that. The animation is pretty similar. Like like this, the artwork is kind of it has that same kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And then obviously the story as well is a lot similar. It's very adventure type of story. So yeah, I guess that's my first recommendation. Okay, my turn. Yes. What is my what is my first rec? Okay, yeah. Okay, great. My first recommendation is Devilman. Crybaby. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think this came out last year. Devilman Crybaby is actually an older anime, but Netflix um, kind of re- kind of made their own version of it. So this was a Netflix. This this one on Netflix right now is a Netflix produced um, animation, and it's and it's just walks through the walls, amazing. So what is it about? Uh, there's so there's this guy who. Um, I don't. You know what? I'm not sure how to. It's been a while since I saw this. Um, so, Devilman Crybaby. There's this. There's this just real regular dude and whatnot. But um, from what I can remember, he, his best friend like took him to some some party and whatnot. And it was really like it was it was a club and people were doing drugs and shit. And just all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he he. He was possessed by a devil. Well, basically, for the first few parts of it, it's, it, it's, it starts to feel like your regular shonen anime where they just fight one monster one or one devil uh, after each episode. But like once you get to the half, latter half, it just turns into something completely different. 
so it, there's this whole dynamic of who who's a real who are the real monsters and just uh social commentary about people in general and, and yeah. just it, it just broaches in so many topics and and the animation is just it's just really it's different um i think it might turn off some people off but i i personally loved it so what i really like about it is um is how is how the stories are told it's how the story is told and how the message and how it's it's i guess this is why people should watch it right mm-hmm. it's uh but in terms of like sending some some sort of message it has that um and there's meaning the, to it there's meaning to it and then the uh and the animation it's different and at the same time it's very symbolic there's a lot of symbolism just in the opening uh in the opening scene so it's a quick watch um it's going to be hard to i promise you guys it's going to be hard to um let go once you start watching it yeah it's it, it was that good i i was i went into it thinking i was just gonna watch it i was gonna go watch one episode per day i ended up not sleeping that day because i wanted to finish the whole thing it's funny because for the dragon prince i had the same experience <laughs> i i was i intended i was on the bus in poland um traveling between two cities and i intended to watch just a couple of episodes to pass the time i ended mm. up finishing the entire series on that like five six hour bus ride right so this it was an unexpected in the middle of poland yeah that was wow i I, i'm surprised that you were able to like enjoy it even in the in that situation yeah just on my phone yeah yeah all right okay so that's it for me for uh, devil man cry baby um what's that what's next for you um so well i'm gonna pick off of what you said about meaning because this next Mm -hmm. recommendation has that as well it's called violet evergarden it's a fairly short series as well. It's it, it had it, it had a lot of um of press in 2018 when it came out, and I'm a little late to the party, but um, I saw it and it, it was also an accidental binge. Um, what it, it the show essentially what it is is mm-hmm. is about this girl, this young girl who is who was kind of um brain not brainwashed but like. Like she, she was kind of essentially built to be to be a war machine. So all she knows to do is kill. Literally, that's what she knows. She mm-hmm. doesn't know how to feel. She has no feelings, and you can see it, like in the animation, in the character itself. Like she doesn't know what love is. So it's, then, she was raised to be like a like this uh, warrior, basically, or just killing, a, a yeah, this killing yeah. machine. All right, yeah, all right. and she joins I the war, I... and then she joins the war and then she's she's essentially she's an orphan she's taken in by this commander or general mm-hmm. and he like he literally is her father figure and he cares for her and yeah. in this one battle he dies um that's not a spoiler that's the actual that's the actual plot line um okay. he he dies so the story <laughs> kind of picks like in the first episode it picks that it picks up off of that like her this girl violet evergarden and that's her actual name figuring out how cuz like what her commander meant mm-hmm. when the commander said i love you because that was his last words to her um oh, and she doesn't okay. know like she doesn't she, I, like she's this killing war machine and mm-hmm. she doesn't know what that means she doesn't know what okay. love me- means she doesn't know what, right. what feelings mean so that's that's where the story starts and it's kind of her journey to understand that to understand her humanity essentially basically yeah. yeah it's a very it's a very touching story and I guess that's my why, like why you, you should watch it is mm-hmm. that it's if you want life feels, that's that's your go to. Um, it's very heartwarming. 
and it's it's very moving and the animation was like i loved it i'm not i'm not sure i haven't i'm not sure if like how people took the animation but i loved it and it was I'm looking at it right it? now actually and adding it to my list <laughs> yeah it's it's set in this um this fictional it's a fictional kind of world yeah, it looks but like can, um it has a world war ii vibe to it so it's kind of i think it's it's i think it kind of is trying to espouse world war ii um and it's just like the story itself is very it's very deep um it's yeah. it has a, it gives you like a fresh perspective on the ravages and the cost of war especially to to people like the human cost of war and then on the flip side of that though like like so that's those are the true strands of this story it gives you like the bad stuff like the the ravages of war but also on the flip side of that just the hope after it mm-hmm. like after after war like the hope for rehabilitation and for these people who were affected by it to again be human so it's 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 a very it's a very deep story and i, I definitely definitely recommend it i just uh-huh. I can't say that enough. It's unless you don't want to cry, maybe in that moment, then yeah, this will this will entail some <laughs> really? tears. Really? Yeah, it will entail some tears. Well, for me, it did. It's right. it's not if you've seen your lie in April, it's not those kinds of tears. It's okay. more of just tears for the world, kind of like okay, I get you know that. where we yeah because it talks of war and you see the parallels in reality in real right. life. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Great. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I mean, just uh, jumping off of the, like, cries for the world and whatnot, that's kind of like, uh, there's, 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 like, the last few episodes in Devilman Crybaby, that's exactly, I, I guess you can say that's how I felt, um, mm-hmm. just seeing, just seeing, it was very, it was, there, there was, there was a scene that was very depressing, and you, mm-hmm. but you, you're gonna feel it because of how, you, you, you feel like, these, this is, this is a reflection, it, although it was extreme, it was a reflection of it was something that you know people could actually do, like people in real life can actually do. Uh, yeah, yeah. The so. thing with anime is like these, like these shows, like they're very they're anime. They're not like they have the a lot of the stuff isn't definitely it's definitely fiction. Like they're not yeah. real. Like there's magic yeah. and stuff involved like that. Yeah. But the parallels with reality is insane. It's very real. Yeah, and that's what that's that's really what good storytelling is you know it's you Absolutely. have all of these Absolutely. you have all of these elements that you don't really see in real life but they're able to they're able to relate it to what people are going yeah. through and that's they're what we love convey that through Definitely. animation all right okay so let's move on to your second recommendation My second recommendation i'm actually going to switch this up i was i was first i was thinking of um uh, uh recommending something else but i'm going to switch it up like on the fly just like right now um okay the, the, my, You're allowed my, to do that. My Life second, is spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, my second <laughs> recommendation is Megalobox. I'm not sure if that's the proper pronunciation, but on the surface, it kind of looks like a. Uh, it kind of looks like Megalobox. You'd think it's a it's a sports anime, but it's 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 really not that at all. Um, the art style first. Let me talk about the art style. It looks a lot like Cowboy Bebop. So it's about and it's and it's about boxing. So maybe a little bit of Evil Makanochi knockout. Um, but it's really it just really follows this this dude who doesn't have he literally doesn't have a name. He grew up in he grew up in the slums, and he's he's fighting. He's he's fighting. He, he's he's working with a he's working with a manager or a coach. And what they do is like they throw fights to make money. That's how things start. 
But in this world, that's why um, in this world, the boxing is you have to fight with a gear on. So it's kind of like you have an armor for your arms. And that's how boxing is now. Like in this in this reality. This guy, um, they call him Joe. And that's just that's how generic this guy is. Like he doesn't he literally doesn't have a name. But in order to in, enter this huge tournament, which is called Megalobox, um, he had to be registered, he had to have he had to have a name and whatnot. So they, they kind of just fake this whole thing, gave him a name and this just came up with Joe. So it's really just an underdog, it's it's your classic underdog story of, of someone uh, just fighting his way, finding his way through things, and then just trying to figure out who he is, how he relates to people, and whatnot. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a modern day classic, if I may say so. Why you should watch it? I mean, definitely like a shorter cowboy bebop feel, just for the cowboy bebop feels, like exactly the same art style. Uh, it's it's so aesthetically pleasing for me. And then the oh, and the thing, the thing about it is, once he enters the once he enters the the big tournament, his biggest draw is that he is the boxer who doesn't fight with a oh gear. They call it gears. Um, yeah. So his his nickname is Gearless Joe. That's his name. So oh. he, so he climbed he climbed the ranks quickly because he was beating up all these guys because he was winning without without a gear. So yeah, it's really it's a really nice. It's a pretty pretty steady. Nothing nothing too surprising. Nothing too shock, shocking. But it's a, it's a nice watch. You can definitely get through it in one sitting. Because um, again, it's just I think it's just twelve or thirteen episodes, and it's just an, it's it has so much throwback heels to it. Yeah. That um like a lot of where anime has come from for, uh, it has a very nineties feel to it, and I'm really a fan of that. Yeah. Sometimes like. It. That's like when you watch when you want to watch these anime shows. Like it doesn't have to be super deep or, you know, super moving or anything or super yeah. intelligent. Like sometimes it just has to be like really simple, straightforward, and enjoyable. Yeah. I guess right. Yeah, definitely. And this this was it for me. Okay. All right. Um. So should I give my third recommendation now? Third and final recommendation. Oh, we're there already. All right, go go for it. Yeah. Um, just to, before I do that though, just to tell, just to preface like that, just to remind mm-hmm. everyone that all of these recommendations are on Netflix, but mm-hmm. please be aware that as we've mentioned earlier, I'm in the UK and Rod Neal is in the Philippines. So there's some shows I'm not, we're not sure. Like, oh, that's like true. some shows may be available and depending on where you are, yeah. it may not be available in your location, wherever mm-hmm. you're listening from or wherever you are. So, yeah. So my third recommendation is... Forest of Piano. I'm actually going to cheat a little bit here because I have not finished it yet, but I'm about three or four episodes in, and what's, what's so far, Forest? I like it. Forest of Piano. Forest of Pianos. Yeah, and okay. so far, you have it there? Um, yeah, actually. Perfect. And yeah, so I'm three or four episodes in, and so far, mm. I like it. I like it enough to recommend it. So essentially, the story is about this kid who... so. It's it's about this kid who was um is born into poverty essentially like his mother is a prostitute and works in the red light district and he goes wow. to this school this regular school and he meets this other kid um who is like a budding pianist and then they get along they get on very like very quickly and then this other kid finds out finds out that this the our main protagonist apparently is able to 
make a piano in the forest, which was abandoned there, like it's, it was discarded. It's supposed to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. This our protagonist is able to make sound, make the piano work. So when he plays the piano, the forest, the piano in the forest, mm-hmm. um, it makes sound. It makes beautiful sound. So there's a bit of magical element to it. And then, yeah, like yeah. in the first three episodes, there's a plot twist already, right away. Wow. Okay. I don't want to tell you it. I want to tell you what it is, but of course, there is a plot. That's actually probably part of the reason why I want to recommend it as well. Because <laughs> like, oh, first three episodes are really thing already. Right, yeah, cool. yeah. So there's a plot twist already, and it's like really interesting to find out where. Where that goes, like, why? Because when this kid, this our protagonist, when he plays other pianos, he the sound doesn't translate. So he can mm. play on this piano. And he has an ear for the music. Like, he can just listen to one set piece, and then he can play it right away. And he can copy it. Prodigy type, yeah, of, yeah. type of thing. Yeah, and then, but then the, his friend, this other friend, is, like, just really working hard to be a pianist, like, to the point that he has gloves to protect his hands, and he's careful with his ears and everything. So, yeah, so I guess it's kind of... If you've seen Your Lie in April, then it's it's a music anime. And there are a lot of classical music. There are a lot of Bach. There are a lot of um, Chopin. We've, so, yeah. Like, this is, like, the second time you've mentioned Your Lie in April. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. Like I know, I know. I mean... I cried. I cried watching that. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So, I guess, but, like, that's the closest thing to it, I think, so far. I mean, okay. in terms of what I've seen, it's kind of that. Um, why, you, why you should watch it, well, as I mentioned, it's, I mean, so far the story is captivating. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a coming-of-age story so far as the way, the way I see it. Um, I foresee it to be, like, I foresee some drama in it, I mm-hmm. think. Like, there is that element to it. And the thing, though, is I've seen criticism for its animation because it's a mix of 3D and 2D animation. So there's an... Oh. I'm not sure if that's ambitious in terms of, like, the strategy of it. Yeah, that usually, that usually doesn't doesn't um, come out well. I'm going to check it out just for that. Yeah. I'll check it out just for that. Yeah, but I don't know. So far for me, it's fine. Like, I'm not yeah. bothered by okay. it. I, You know, but for other people, like, for the critics, that's the one thing that they keep saying. Okay. Um... So yeah, so far it seems heartwarming, and I'm curious mm. to see where it goes. So, All right, my, my, my third, my third and last recommendation for the for the for today's episode is Mob Psycho 100. This this Ooh, anime, title. this anime is an absolute trip. This is this is this is from the same creators as creator of One Punch Man. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Um, uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, no, but it's 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 from the same creator, and the animation studio is the same animation studio that did My Hero Academia, Bones. Oh, so just from that alone, um, it kind of sets. Yeah, just from that alone. Yeah. So <laughs> what is it, what is it about? It's about this kid who has insane psychic ability. Like he's he's like he's um they call it an an esper. So you kind esper. of. Uh, an esper, so like uh, extrasensory. Oh, esper, yeah. yeah, yeah. His Latin ability, his natural ability at it is like super intense, but he sucks at everything else. He's a super dweeb. <laughs> he <doesn't, laughs> I love that. He's a super dweeb, and he doesn't really see him like having, even having, even knowing to himself that he has this um, insane psychic ability. Uh, he doesn't see himself as special. He sees. He only sees his weaknesses, and that's what he wants to work on. Because later on, he'll join a. Um, you'll see him join a, an exercise club, 
because that's what he also wants to improve that because and he wants to make look better and because he has a crush on this girl in their school and to impress the girl he feels like he has to exercise he needs to be, he needs to kind of fit the you know like the, the jock mode basically so there's there's that yeah and then he also but he also tries to he also gets a summer job uh, an internship for this dude who's actually just pretending to be uh, pretending that he has psychic abilities when in fact he does not. So, and uh, it's gonna, it's funny, it's funny how their relationship kind of works because, of, of, like, with just saying that alone, it kind of feels like he's a bad dude, like this this guy. But he's gonna, he plays, he kind of plays a really integral part into the main protagonist's, uh, main, the main character's um, coming of age, so to speak. So it's a, it's really, it's a really nice story. The fight scenes are freaking insane. You uh, love fight scenes. Oh, of course. Who does not love fight scenes? The fight scenes are freaking insane. <laughs> so that's really. I'm excited to. I'm, I'm excited. excited that's my list. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch season two. But of course, you have to go through season one, and it will not disappoint. This is like an anime for everyone. You can easily get into this. It's uh, it's very. It has that. It has uh, it has all of the anime tropes. It's very it's very shonen and whatnot. But also, it's a. Uh, to a certain degree, it's still kind of relatable because of, of the main protagonist and how he sees himself. And there are a lot of other characters around him as well that play off of his personality. And that just makes the, the whole thing, the whole show, um, more interesting. Okay. So we're done with our recommendations. Yay! So now I guess... Yay! So now I guess we move on just a little bit just to kind of tell everyone mm-hmm. what types of... What anime shows, other anime shows are on Netflix. Right. Like the more traditional ones that maybe yeah we yeah should see? actually you know what I'm just gonna like I'm not sure if this is on on Netflix on every in every um, what do you call this in every location but if there is one anime that you should watch or if there, if you have a friend that you're trying to get to, you're trying to convince to get into anime this is like the easiest recommendation because it has everything Full Metal yeah. Alchemist Brotherhood hell. Yes. It has everything. That is the best anime for me ever. Like that's my top gonna, anime. So. I'm not even gonna you know, I'm not I would I would say it's it's definitely my top anime as well, just because of how it really just has everything. Um it's, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's it has the, everything. It's, it's the complete anime. It's the complete anime I experience. I agree. Cause like of course you, you people know about the classics, right? I mean, um just recently, uh Naruto was added the first one and then bleach was also i don't have you you guys don't have naruto over there oh man so that that was like that that was recently added so that's a nice fun watch too but um and these are anime that are very popular but also at the same i don't think they're for everyone so yeah i will if i'm recommending other titles um i would definitely add death note there yeah, for sure. Right, Death Note and Last and Code Geass. Yes, like just the classics, essentially. Classics, essentially, classic. Yeah. And um, I, actually, there, were, there, not... there was news. I'm not sure if you heard of it. There was news that they're gonna have um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm that's also a classic sure. anime. Um, and it's supposed to be coming this year to Netflix, so I'm excited for that as well. Yay! Oh, okay. So just to just to let everyone know as well, Attack on Titan is on Netflix UK. Oh man, it, it's not in the Philippines, right? I don't. I don't have so, that. I'm dying. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen, like, so, I've seen the first season. I don't think I've seen the rest. So 
Yeah, the first season is so far the best for me still. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not super. This is probably a hot take. I'm not super impressed. Wow. With the uh-huh. Um, the first is still the best for me. Really? And Damn. that first season is on Netflix. And if you want to watch it, then there was a... it. it's it's incredible. It's the story is insane. The animation is insane. Just the pace is insane. Everything is it's like it's a real Everything binge show. Um, I think I think with Attack on Titan, the thing that um, what they can expect from it is its un- unpredictability. Like there's a tw- yeah, there's almost a sure. twist at every turn. And then you kind of, and then what it does is you kind of, since you, you, it, it conditions your mind that there's a twist at every turn, but even then, even, even if you expect a twist, you still can't see, you don't, you still don't see exactly what's coming. And that's, mm. I think that's really the, the thing about it that I really like the most. Yeah. Apart I just, from that, you when I watched it, it just, I mean, the main, the main plot line of it is insane. Like just with the giants and everything. Yeah. So that's. That's already that's already enough to pique your curiosity. Yeah. Um. Just to add to that list as well, Angel Beats and obviously Yorla and April, since this is the third oh, time yeah. I'm mentioning it. Yeah. Um. Angel Beats is on it as is on Netflix as well. Um. At least where I'm where I'm at. So um. Yeah. And Rooney Kenshin is here as well. Oh right, Rooney Kenshin. That's mm, one of the best. Yes. Um. So yeah, but like there are a bunch of other like I appreciate really Netflix's um attempt at kind of sponsoring these 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 new anime shows. They have a, a um, I've tried, but like titles. but like so far, it's a lot of them is kind of man. Oh like, yeah, we've talked about this like previously, right? We both saw Be the Beginning. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's, it's an easy watchable. watch. It's watchable. It's watchable. But it's, but it's not. It's okay. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind okay. of a dud. Yeah, yeah, I would okay, say that. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not a dud. Sorry, that's extreme. Maybe mm. just okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It's not that yeah. memorable that I would like. I was I was gushing about it the way I was gushing about um, uh, the likes of these these anime that I recommended. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I started watching Ico Incarnation and huh? I didn't finish it. I went up to like episode nine, and I'm just like, I don't know why I'm forcing myself to finish this, but yeah. <laughs> so a fair warning about Angel Beats, by the way, like. It's gonna be. It's a tearjerker as well. <laughs> so, like a lot of my recommendations are tearjerkers. It's just... Why do you like crying so much? No, Why but to be fair, crying? to be fair, Netflix also likes them because they put them on Netflix, that's, so that's, they put that's, them there. That's true. Okay. okay, so shall we move on? Yes, uh, to totally. the most exciting movie of the last two weeks. <laughs> is it though? Oh yeah, I guess it is. Um, yeah. Are you kidding me? I guess it is. Uh, I I haven't gone to the movies in a while, so except for this one. Um, yeah. So the um the latest movie in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe just came out. Um, and it's appropriately called Captain Marvel. Um, it's, uh, it's the uh, it's the first um it's the first one right in MCU that's that has a female uh, protagonist. Yes. Yes. Um. I don't think. Do you want to get political about this and whatnot? I don't think so. I. Oh, I will. Oh, you I will. will okay. For okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Go, go ahead. Take it away. What? What are your thoughts about the? What the film? What? What are the things that you liked and didn't like? Um. What I like, obviously, and the, as we mentioned, the political aspect of it. Um. What I liked is the feminism of it. Like this mm-hmm. is a strong. Like it just it sits well with it sits well with the feminist movement and i'm i'm not going to deny it i'm a feminist mm-hmm. and this film is is incredible like as a superhero 
I just like as a, as a female superhero yeah. film, it's it ticks all the right boxes. Now I'm going to compare it to Wonder Woman just because like that's the more recent like and the big and, and, and the biggest one as well. Like that's yeah, that's everyone kind of worth it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna go out there and say this. Like, I don't think Wonder Woman was a fe- real legit feminist movie, Whoa. but I appreciate. <laughs> Whoa, hot take yes. over here. Yeah, hot freaking take. Yes. Okay, go on. Yes. Damn, um, I did not yeah. see that coming. All right, go oh, on. Sorry, it's just no. Okay, it's not a feminist movie, but I appreciate the strides that it made towards uplifting women and the the representation um it's not feminist for me because ultimately um, this is probably going to be a spoiler but i mean it's been so many it's been so many years so it's not a feminist movie to me because ultimately ultimately wonder woman needed the love of a guy Uh, to make her power like to to make like to make her powerful or to infuse her power or whatever yeah Remember, remember, like, that was yeah, you know right what I mean. If you've seen it, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so that to me is kind of, uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> the okay. thing with Captain Marvel, there is not a love story. I kid you not. And it is amazing. Yeah, I just, I was so surprised. Like, people think, like, but yeah, I appreciate that. Just because, like, obviously, as a society or as a human, as a race, like, as if humans, our standards are pretty low in terms of feminist movies. Um, <laughs> that's just wow. the reality of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some, somebody's going off right now, people. Somebody's going off. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, okay, more. but yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, just, you love Ca- uh, Captain Marvel's best friend. She is a single, she's a single mother. She is Maria, a right? Maria Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Maria. her character. And I love her character. She's she is a woman of color as well. So like that's there's that rep- representation. So she's a single mom. She's a woman of color. She's a pilot. Like she's thriving in this male dominated yeah. space, and she's just you know she's so she's so badass. I love that scene where you know how. It's probably it's a spoiler, okay? But I'm I'm saying I'm trying to gonna say this. Been I'm, out try, for a I'm while. gonna try and say this without go for it. There is a scene where there is a guy. I'm not gonna spoil it, but uh, because it's a it's a very it's a very huge spoiler if I say who that guy is. Mm-hmm. There is a guy who is trying to convince Captain Marvel to do one thing, but then he is unable to do that, and then Captain Marvel's best friend, this badass woman, like they have this insane moment. Like out in the garden, like at the back of this, hmm. this the best friend's home. Yeah. Like they have, and she's able to convince Captain Marvel to do the thing, and she kind of, and she does so by uplifting Captain Marvel by reminding her of who she is, and it's just this insane, like female uplift, empowering energy moment mm-hmm. that was just, it was so great to watch. I see. And yeah. yeah, so that's that's like. That's what I really love about this movie. And it's also, right. at the same time, I loved, like, apart from the feminism aspect of it, yeah. just the fact that, like, the pacing was really good in terms of there were there were enough fight scenes, but they weren't overpowering. They were, like, very well interspersed with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I loved the quiet moments, just kind of realizing stuff, and then the story kind of moving along with those quiet moments. And then, at the same time, the fight scenes weren't, were really good in that they weren't 
they didn't make my head my head hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were nice to watch, and I could understand what was going on. You know how fight scenes sometimes are like so confusing. There's so many things happening. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that that like what they did with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's why I like it. What I don't like, I don't know if I don't like anything about it. I love it. The thing is, a lot of people <laughs> it didn't get it didn't seem to have the same hype as any other yeah. Marvel movie. Like in terms of social media, yeah. like a lot of people were kind of to me it No, the thing is there were, like together. before it came out, I'm not sure if you read the news, like before they came out there was there were a lot of there were actually a lot of trolls just try, trying to vote the movie down and I don't know, I have no idea why. Because she's a woman. I guess. You know what? I'm totally, I'm totally buying that reason. Yeah. That's probably why. You know, it's, it's insane. Like, this is incredible. Like, y'all are about Wonder Woman, and here is Captain Marvel being a total badass. And mm-hmm. this, is, mm-hmm. this is it. Like, this is, in terms of just feminist movies yeah. and women empowerment yeah. and representation, like, it, uh-huh. it, it, it's, a step le- it's a step higher than Wonder Woman, for sure. It's uh-huh. a step definitely in the right direction. Uh-huh. Those are actually those are really refreshing takes, um, especially with the feminism. Like all I, what I've seen on social media, that I, social media that I really like is um, you have these little girls dressed as Captain Marvel going up to be mm, yeah, going up I to realize that. Yeah, that was that was really a. I love that. Yeah, yeah, and then they're just saying that um, that's why it's important because you now you have these little girls that they have somebody to look up to, and that's great actually. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's ama- yeah. the movie is great. Mm-hmm. Like, so what about you? What's your take on this? Um, I'm not. <laughs> Especially I'm not, you, as a uh, comic book person, I'm sure you have like a take. From yeah. What it is like. Well, yeah. So, so definitely, we definitely focus on different things while watching. I've only seen it once, um, but I enjoyed it definitely. I did not. Um, some people really didn't like it, but that's not that wasn't a case for me. I, I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, and as you as Jane mentioned earlier, um, mentioned earlier, I love fight scenes. So like the part where she went <laughs> super Saiyan and just went ham on on uh, oh, the third that act, was amazing. I was like, oh yeah. yeah, this is why I go to superhero movies for. Like, oh, this is, yeah, this is this is it for me. This that is, was this, banging, right? Like that was what she did. She literally turned into super Saiyan, right? So I really like that, and I whole I love the whole. Actually, I didn't like the first act so much, like the the intro part. I I yeah yeah I yeah. Started, absolutely. I started just really enjoying it when we got to the, when she got to Earth, and the whole and she had this whole body cup thing going on with uh, Nick freaking Fury. Oh my god, Nick Fury. Yes, Nick. Nick is a very say- different Nick Fury, <laughs> right? Can I just say? Can I just say like? <laughs> Okay, the first the first point that I didn't realize that I didn't enjoy the first the first part until you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of meh. Yeah, um, meh. And now that you mentioned Nick Fury, completely back you on it. This Nick Fury, this is a Nick Fury backstory. Okay, this is a this is a yeah. this is a Nick Fury original like a. It's also his origin story. Call it an origin yeah, movie. Right. Yeah, it's an origin story yeah. for Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. I love it. Um, so those are those are really the the things. Oh, actually, and um. One of I think one of the most powerful scenes uh, in this movie was when uh, this wasn't revealed in any of the trailers, but I guess I can say it now. Um, like the whole thing about this is that she doesn't really so Captain Captain Marvel here. Uh, she doesn't really know who she is, and, um, and that's kind of the journey that she goes goes through in this movie. And yeah, um, and towards the end when she finds out finally who she is, and and she's kind of getting ready to face off in that like big battle and whatnot 
there was this montage of her just getting up. The different ages. Oh yes, that was just. Oh my god, I'm I'm getting goosebumps right now. That was like a really powerful scene. I thought, um, I really, I really like. I teared up. Okay, I teared message. up at that scene. And and you know what? Like every time she falls down, there was a man saying that you can't do this, you can't do that. Yes. That she did not care. Like I, I don't, I don't like. It was like I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm gonna stand up. And I'm gonna do my. I love that scene. Right? I cried. During that scene, That's okay, I cried. Easily, easily one of the most powerful scenes in the MCU, I, I would say. I related to that on so many levels. I just, I felt it. I cried. Mm. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that. That yeah. is insane. That is an amazing mm. moment. And, I love that as well. Yeah. Um. And actually, I don't want to end it with the stuff that I didn't like. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that I didn't like so much, and then I'll go back to something that I absolutely love. Um. What I didn't okay. like, I thought, I thought. Carol Danvers, like her character, wasn't. I just didn't buy that she was gonna. I just didn't buy her so much as a as a as a main character. I I just. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. what, what is it about. I mean, I think Brie Larson did a good job, but yeah, it was just how Captain Marvel was written about how the story was told that I just didn't. I couldn't really get into. I couldn't. I was more. I, it like and actually like you said it it felt more like an origin story for Nick Fury than for Captain Marvel. I mean, it's kind of like for okay. Oh. I'm gonna compare it a little bit to um. So for me, it, Nick Fury stole the scene for for a good chunk of the movie. That is a hot take. That is a hot. Take. I know, I know. <laughs> but as a fiery take, I would I would just compare it to, a little bit to um Black Panther, which came out around this time last year. Uh, uh, I mean, the best part about that movie was the villain, and the, actually, and then Black Panther was like the titular character was weak. I would say, I, I would say, in in the same manner, and I would say like how this weak, is a hot take. How weak Black Panther was as the main character is also how weak Captain Marvel was as a character in this movie. It's just in general. No, I see your point. I see your point. I mean, even her best friend. Like, I loved her best friend a little bit more. <laughs> right? I mean... I, you know what I mean? Oh, actually, and the thing is... She was overpowered. And the thing she is... She was overpowered. And then the thing is, like, the villain, uh, at least during for, for a big chunk of the, of the film, was actually very entertaining, especially when you, when you get to that um, twist in the movie. Actually. Right? Yeah. Um, and, There's a twist. Yeah, the there way. is a twist. And, um, and, and speaking to the comic book stuff... Um, this is not at all because um, she was fighting Skrulls, right? So there was a there's a lot of speculation that it would be that this might lead to one of Marvel's biggest events, biggest stories, um, which was the uh, Skrull and the invasion. I forgot the exact title, but it was the, the Skrull invasion because like the Skrulls, if you guys don't know, are shapeshifters, so they can literally change into whoever or whatever, and that's that's like a, an easy way to invade a planet so to speak and they and a lot of people felt like coming out of the theaters a lot of people their first takes were that oh they they um they did something in a movie they they totally ruined the scrolls and whatnot and like i didn't see it that way at all uh only because like the scrolls are a group of people and like in a group of people they're bad they're bad ones and they're good ones so so as, it's the same as like, with humans. There are good humans and there are bad humans. Yeah. So it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't completely like what they did in the movie. 
doesn't completely take away from the possibility of uh, of a Skrull invasion story moving forward in the MCU. So I'm really excited for it as well. Yes. I'm excited to see more of that as well because that's that's an incredible ability ability yeah. ability that they have. Exactly. And speaking of getting excited, um, shall we move to the uh, mid or post credit scene that got us hyped? Oh my gosh! So oh my god! Right? <laughs> right? Oh my god! I oh gosh! It is. You know, I think we can spoil this one. Can we? Should we? Can we really? I, 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 Should we? I mean, it's coming. Like, okay, everyone already knows that Avengers Endgame is coming yeah, up. Yeah, we could because, like, month. we know that she's gonna appear on. Yeah, everybody. Like from Infinity War, we already knew because yeah. they, because of the the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we already know. We already know. Anyway, that, yeah, we already know that she's gonna come out. So what happens is that, um, and this is like the this is like the the next scene. Basically, the most yeah. Uh, this is this is almost like the next scene that that she's really is Captain Marvel showing up, uh, on Earth, on showing up on Earth, and just really um, what was the question that she asked? What happened to Fury or where's Fury? Something like that. Yeah, what? Where's Fury? Where's Fury? Where's Fury? And just that yeah. was really it ends with that. Yeah, and it was just really powerful and just really get. She was that. talking to Captain America Captain and Rick. to Black Widow. Black, there you go. There you go. It was just really yeah. when, when I saw that, I was, that was my, my jaw dropped and my I was literally high. I know. And then oh. I'm literally having goosebumps again right now. Yeah, and then and just recently the uh, second trailer was it was released for Endgame. Yes, and, and there's the Thor meet up there. The Thor meet up. <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, super 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 hyped for Endgame. So we are definitely probably the the next episode after this one. We're definitely talking about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can I just add as well to earlier? Yeah. Um, I love that with Captain Marvel, they kind of, like, they kind of put the pieces. They kind of it's not really Easter eggs, but they kind of explained like the future that we know now of the Marvel oh, Cinematic yeah, Universe yeah, agree, through agree. that movie. Yeah, like they put like they stitched together a lot of different things. Like even like with Fury and even with the beeper, yeah. you know, in Infinity War, like, you wonder, why is it a beeper? But, and then, uh, that is explained. Okay, so that's the thing, right? that's the thing about, so, it's an, it's an essential, I would say it's an essential viewing for, for MCU, because I feel like there are movies that you can actually skip. I see you for too. This just kind of explains <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, this is, it explains a lot of it things. It does that, actually. It, it ex- actually, I think that's also the reason why it kind of, um, it was just okay for me. I think those, those little Easter eggs, were a bit more powerful than the main narrative, I think. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's got it's, it's sort of like a, a filler type of film, but it kind of moves the story forward yeah, a little definitely. bit still. Oh, it's kind of that. Oh, and and the the other thing that I loved about it, since it was set in the nineties, there was a lot. There was all nineties music. Oh played, yes, yes. And I was oh dancing gosh. to every single song. I was oh dancing to every single song. What is your favorite from that? Um, definitely the one from Nirvana. Yes, that's that that's that one, that my one. Favorite, my favorite song. Yeah, but everything, but everything. I, mean, I, don't, I don't, I don't remember all of the songs, um, honestly. Um, but although like there was this one, there was, there was um, this one battle, uh, like during one of the main battles towards the third act, that I, I, I feel like they could have chosen a better song, but it was okay. But I still like the song anyway. So there's a TLC. There are t- there's oh, yeah, TLC yeah. Like that, on like there, that. right? Yeah. No doubt, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's, amazing. Like the, the, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy in that sense. But yeah, but like in those old school songs. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I really like that touch. 
And obviously, we love the cat as well. Oh, the, right, yeah. I the oh, I love the cat. I mean, actually, don't spoil it, but like, cat you know is what? amazing. <laughs> you know what? Everyone was freaking out about the cat. And like, of course, I wasn't because I kind of knew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it was like, okay. I, I expected it. I didn't expect anything. I was so surprised. Uh, obviously, I'm not reading the comments. I knew, I knew, I knew, I I knew about it. But, I just, so, and everyone was freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I knew that. But yeah, okay, cool. That's nice. I thought it was cute. Like at the beginning, yeah. I was like, why are people so obsessed about this cat? I thought it was just like, oh, it's probably a cute little animal. And that was it. Um, by the way, the cat has like a, it has, there is a kind of uh, cliffhanger there at the end for that cat, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's... <laughs> like in one of the credit scenes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> credit scenes. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so that's why people, oh my gosh, this is one thing also. Because like I was watching, this is like the, uh, 20th 22nd movie in the mcu and people are still leaving i know before i know whole... that happened here in london like, as well why have you not learned anything <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> like literally they did not even see the first credit and, and, and credit scene. And that's why why I, I'm, I'm like y'all are fake okay y'all, y'all are not i know not. i mean even like even if you're just a mainstream viewer right like if you're just getting into it it's impossible like, you know it you know you it no the mainstream like, and people like people talk about it online all the time like you don't leave for sure you don't leave um so yeah that I think that does it for this week's this week's wow no we're not this week sorry, I think this that episode two this episode of the yes yeah. <laughs> I think we're doing we're, we're it's a bit of a stretch to say this yeah week. no we're definitely we're we are we're but we're definitely not gonna be gone for like four or five months definitely not letting, yeah not, for definitely sure. not letting that happen for again sure. um and yeah. we we've, we've talked endlessly about being excited about Avengers Endgame so that's you can expect the next episode to be all about that. Anyway, so that's it. We're wrapping up uh, this episode of The Breach Pod. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining um, us. And wherever, 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 you, wherever you're listening, um, if you can, please do leave a review. Tell us what you, um, what you want us to talk about, what you think we could work on. We'll try to do that because, you know, we're triers. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I know. <laughs> All right. Any, 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 um, anything you want to say before we wrap this whole thing up? really just please subscribe please follow us on social media and please hang around for the next episode mm-hmm. of the beach pod yeah all right thank you that's it bye-bye bye everyone have a good one